What's up? Hello. Hello. It's Sunday, Sunday. July 28th. It's Monday if you're listening to it, July 29th. The last Gecko Games cast of July 2019. You'll never wow. get another one. This is the last I one f- ever. I feel sorry for you <laughs> because, like, what, what a way what, to ring out. Yeah, what a way to ring out July. You know, that classic capper of the year, July. Uh, my favorite. My favorite of all the months. We're recording differently and later than usual. Yeah, we're actually um, doing it via virtual. But uh, I don't know. That might that might become some sort of standard if it improves quality in the way we think it might. Who knows? It's just Let's a see. test for right now. Yeah, it's fun. It shakes things up, and it means I can just go right into editing when we're done. It'll be a different feel. Mm. But uh, we're not here to talk about different feels and recording and uh, all that. Yeah, we, we can, but we're here to talk about games. Yeah, I do like um, games. So, uh, while you're catching up a little bit there, if you want, I will launch right into some of what I've been playing, because uh, there's some old hat in there for me. For you, at least, I guess. I started in on some Dragon Quest Builders too. Oh, did you? Okay, cool. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Um, you were right with the, the recommendation it's cool. there. It's a lot more of everything the first one was, namely a lot more RPG which I think is what hooks me in, kind of, with the questing. And I'm still on that farm island, uh, the first one you go to, because I've kind of become obsessed with the checklist like, now we're going to grow these vegetables. But what about those vegetables? We don't talk about those vegetables. And Whoa. I exact, I could plant onions all day and do whatever the Hargon priest tells me to do. I just think it's a, um, it's a, it's a good system that eases you into it, and it's mm-hmm. not too crazy, and I just like the art style. Yeah. It's a cutesy it's a- style. It's Toriyama Minecraft. You Naruto run. You do, it's true. Which is hilarious. Um, but how far have you gotten into it? Um, I'm on that, that first, that farming island. Uh, I've got the place pretty full up, I want to say. Like, I've done, like, the main fields. I have the worm that clears everything out. I have, like, that soldier guy who joined up. A bunch of other randos just ended up coming there. And I'm continuing to expand out that settlement, uh... But I got, like, obsessive with it, because as people were, like, asking for houses, I'm like, well, I'm going to keep adding to this, and I'm going to put second stories, because I feel like doing that. There's freaking peasants just asking for things. He's like, up to the island, can you build me a house? Build me a house. He goes, well, specifically, they start with, like, really, like, small ones that almost feel sad. It's like, can you build me a four-by-four room with some straw on the floor? They're lucky they're getting anything at all. They just come to the island. Well, then again, wait, is this one of the things, tell me this, are we selling, do you sell it to people to come to the island? I think you do, right? Like, you recruit I think that's the whole point. Like, you're supposed to get people to come back to your island. God, what a shitty deal. Imagine they just come back and you're like, oh, here, welcome to paradise. It's the four by four. And they're just like, uh. And they're like, it's just that cave you built to survive in. But they're like, but on on my island, you were building three story homes before you left. Like, well, yeah, I was too busy doing that shit. So this place looks like ass. Yeah. So uh, why don't you go back the way you came then? (laughs) there's just no outside thing why did you why did you go back in the only boat that exists that i own yeah that i now own it's like but i'm hungry (laughs) but i'm hungry and i need nourishment (laughs) that's why we brought you you were the guy with the seeds (laughs) um i love how in the beginning of the game too when you're looking like this ghost this ghost basically tasks you building bringing people to the island he's like first of all i uh you know in my spiritual ways I declare ghost, you king of the uh, island. A monster, yeah. Yeah, a monster, I'm sorry. A monster declares well, you king of the island. He's a ghost of a monster. And nobody's going to question that. Ghost. 
And then the second thing, he says, bring people to this island. He doesn't even give you clarification as to why. He's just like, bring people. And I'm like, and uh, you're like, uh, I don't know about yeah, this. Yeah, I'm like sitting there and I'm like, yeesh. I'm like, this is kind of weird. And then all of a sudden you're like, where am I going to get a boat? And then you look over and it's just a mustachioed man with a boat. And he's like, wow, what luck? And I'm like, I don't trust any of this. <laughs> all the pieces are lined yeah, up like, a little too much. Yeah, I'm like, this is a bit much. Well, to, to be fair, he does weave a little tale for you though, where he's like, a builder used to own this island and he was going to make it beautiful. But then he died under mysterious circumstances. Don't look into it. Yeah, it's really <laughs> shaky. It's it's really shaky, the whole damn thing. So, But I, I still dig it. I'm still going to do what he wants me to do. Yeah, I'm still going to build for him. I still like the music so it's cool it's dragon quest and you got you got some people but yeah i'm glad you got into it though that's great i um i despite all of my rants despite all of my terribleness i bought marvel ultimate alliance 3 because i'm a big tool um Uh uh-huh and it's fun it's what i thought it would be totally like it's like i i briefly said last week it feels like a game of that era, which is fine, because that's what I want out of it. Yeah, I actually got it for like twenty dollars because I had like this gift card lying around, so I got it. And cool. yeah, it's fun. I, I dig it. You start off with the Guardians of the Galaxy, you're just playing around. Um, the camera, as expected, was a little balls, but y- yeah, you know what are you, you going to expect from a game? Um, except a good camera. <laughs> um, but besides that, I, I had a lot of fun with it. it it's just it, it's Ultimate Alliance, and. There's nothing too much in the way of customization. I am a little bit disappointed because it doesn't feel as in-depth as the other ones feel. This one feels very light. Um, for example, like when you're upgrading your moveset with the other heroes, it's basically all the upgrades, essentially to me, from what I'm seeing, do the same thing. Like they, well, they're just like, this does more damage now. Yeah, they'll say, this does damage, this does this, this does that. And then you look over, okay, let's go to Gamora. Well, if you do this, it upgrades your damage. It upgrades this, it upgrades that. Like, there's not too much in the way of... Nuance. Yeah, nuance and also just being different. Um, yeah. The cool thing is the team attacks. I really like those. Those team attacks where you kind of stack them together, that reminds me of another game that I'm completely blanking on. But it's basically the same system where you can literally stack... Spe- oh, Ultimate... Uh, not Ultimate Alliance. I'm, I'm, I was going to say Ultimate Alliance. Uh, the Marvel vs. Capcom games. There you go. Oh, okay. Very yeah. reminiscent of a Marvel vs. Capcom special attack, which I actually like in the way where it shows you, like, your face. You'll see, like, Star-Lord's face, and he'll just say, like, I don't know, power up. You know, classic Star-Lord quote. And... Yeah, as, you know how he says? Yeah, and then you have Groot just saying Groot. And then it just basically stacks, is my point, these starting levels that I played. And it's 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 uh, pretty good. Um, I finally got to the point where... I mean, I finished the first mission. So okay. I'm at this point now where you have everybody... You know, you just have the team, or uh, you know, besides some people you have to unlock. You got like there, there's still plenty. Like you're, you're, you'll start to notice how many people you were actually lacking as like the first area outside of the raft sort of brings you into uh, like New York, where you're fighting the hand and meeting up with like Daredevil and Iron Fist. Yeah, it's a very Super Smash Brothers esque menu too. There's like choose your champion, and I'm like, wow. Oh. Um, but I, I really dig it, and my my team, I believe, consists of the OGs. You got Wolverine, you got Spider-Man. Um, I just forgot everybody else. I believe it's Spider-Man, Star-Lord, Wolverine, and possibly Iron Man? Question mark? See, I've been, uh, I've been shaking it up depending on location. Yeah. Uh, for the raft, I was running what I called the Spider-Squad, oh. uh, which was Spider-Man, Venom, Spider-Gwen, and Miles Morales. Wow. You got all those at the raft? 
Yeah, you will, you will link, up, link up with all those peoples. Not bad. Uh, um, uh, I'm at the uh, the Xavier Institute right now, so I'm rolling deep with uh, Wolverine, Deadpool, uh, Nightcrawler, and Psylocke. All the all the gifted youngsters. Uh huh. That's cool. Uh, you'll be happy to know Nightcrawler retains his uh, scimitars in his, his fighting. He's sort uh, cutlasses rather is what he wields. Really, he's all sorted up. He's here to fight. I want him to wear a pirate hat. Just like he uh, does in the comics. Well, that'd be that'd be dope. I bet you there's a skin with that in there somewhere. It's cool, but um, it, it's a good game. I enjoy it. it. It's nothing. It's not breaking new. It's pretty much in in line with what I've heard. It's not breaking new ground. It's Ultimate Alliance. It's fun. Uh, I didn't touch online yet, uh, but it looks okay. Nor did I. From what I'm, I've I've seen a little bit on Twitch. I, I've been going to Twitch to just see. Get a baseline. Not, yeah, just get baselines, which uh, which is something that I've never typically done before, but now I actually see the importance of it. Um, like, say, for Fire Emblem, which we're going to talk about in a little bit. I have uh, a lot to say there. Yeah, like, I didn't get it yet, but with all the hype, I just went in and I said, what's, what's all the hubbub about? So I went to go check that. Um, Twitch is usually a good place for that. But Ultimate Alliance, so. Ultimate Alliance is pretty dope. Um, it is what it is. It's not like I said. The graphics still, the, the graphics are still disappointing to me. They they just it seem way seems too shitty. Strange how lo-fi it, it is. It does like, seem like a mobile game. What people have been saying, it just seems way too shitty for me. It, there's just something to it. Like you said, it's lo-fi. Like there's just something about it. It's, like there's almost like a straight up like this game looks like it could run on a PS2. Honestly, if it looked like how it did, it's weird. I even think that the uh, Marvel's Capcom Infinity War game, whatever that game was, mm. uh, the, the one that just the one that tanked from three. Yeah. The, uh, the, oh, the, yeah, um, I don't know what it's called, Infinity Fight, I don't even know, I don't even know what it's called. Is it the phone game, or? No, 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 Marvel's Cap, the most recent Marvel's Capcom game. Oh, oh, yeah, Infinite, okay, Infinite, Cap- okay, yeah, just Infinite. Capcom Infinite, okay, yeah. I thought the it was not good one. In- yeah, yeah, exactly. I even think that that looks better than this game. Yeah. And, and you know, the weird part is the key art for this game, that's it has weird. a side. It has a decided look, and it's not a bad look, but it's, like, bad in execution. There's so much glow coming off these monitors in these videos. I look like Powder from the movie Powder. <laughs> They're just... I'm looking at images of it right now. It just doesn't even... I thought the game would look like this. Like, more of a high-def cartoony model. Because I dig yeah. that way more than the kind of low polygon count that we got over that. It just doesn't look that great. It's like I said the main thing to me is it has this almost lo-fi fuzziness to it like a PS2 game. Yeah, and I'm not and I'm also not a big fan of the interface. Like the whole UI of it all, it, it's not the best either. Like it's it, a little it's bit okay. much to stumble around through. It, yeah, it's, it's serviceable. Really simple. It's just simple. Like I'm not expecting a, a whole intricate system here, but it's just way too simple and it just looks bleh. So Overall, though, I mean, it's not a terrible game. I still, I still firmly maintain my stance. Yeah, I, I still firmly maintain my stance. You know, if you're on the fence of buying it, wait until you can get at a discount. Or if you have a gift card like I did, just go ahead and buy it. But mm. you're not really breaking new ground to this one. You, you, you know, it really is just what it is. So yeah, go enjoy that. If you like the other two and you're expecting more of that, then you are in in for a. The it, same you're, experience. You're, yeah, it's the same quite experience. Quite literally, yes. if you were it, quite literally, if you were into that back in like the two thousands, early two thousands, it is literally the same thing. They have made also, no strides to be different whatsoever. When when I say the same experience, I mean the same in the level of storytelling too. Where like the level of storytelling is like, oh no, it's the abomination. And I go, I'm the Hulk, and now I am also here. You know what though? That's one. Of, that's actually one of the things I loved about Ultimate Alliance games. It was just hey. 
It doesn't it, try to do too I'm, much. I'm Spider-Man, and then Spider Iron Man's just sitting there saying, yeah, I'm I'm Iron Man, then all of a sudden, Fing Fang Foom just comes out of the ground, and you're like, yeah, we, we, gotta, we gotta fight him. And that, that was the story. And I'm just sitting here's, there thinking, this is great. This is here's, a weird, here's a weird complaint I'm gonna have. I'm not sure what the aesthetic choice in character design the game is going for is. Uh, for example, we talked about last week how we both liked that they're picking the more comic booky designs for all the characters. Mm-hmm. Um, in the Avengers Tower level, where Wasp ends up joining your squad, Ant-Man is also there, but he does not come with you. Uh, Wasp looks how she looks, but Ant-Man looks like Paul Rudd's Ant-Man. I think that is so dumb. I, I just don't get it. The The synergy between... Well, I get it. It's just the synergy between the film's... With but why is it books. selective? It, why is it selective? We'll take, we'll take this, for example. You have Star-Lord, right? Star-Lord has his helmet, which is cool, whatever. But he clearly is rocking, like, the whole Chris Pratty-looking face. Oh, yeah, 100%. Same with Captain Marvel. Actually, you know what? No, Captain Marvel's fine. She doesn't look anything like Brie Larson. Never mind. I, I take that with a grain of salt. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know. They do. They just pick and choose what they want to do for likeness, which is But it odd. seems it is specifically weird. weird to me, especially in the case of Ant-Man and the Wasp, like, this duo to have them... Like to have her retain her comic booky look, and then have him be wearing the MCU suit. Yeah, no, I'm looking at the roster right now. It is weird. That is really weird. And I will say, the Daredevil has um, it, it's he's very wearing like his Netflix the, suit, the Netflix series. Yeah, I do not. It just doesn't trans. If you're gonna make a game that has people looking like their comic book counterparts, just have them look like regular Daredevil. You might as well. Jessica Jones also shows up, and she looks exactly like, like Christian uh, Ritter. Christian Ritter, yeah. I, I don't get it. You have people like... For example, for example, you're going to have Cyclops and Colossus in their 90s outfits. You're going... You have Elektra in her standard outfit. You have Magneto in his standard outfit. I don't get it, but okay. It's it, so weird. To I, be. I, I, I understand, like, the marketing choices of why, because people will relate to it if they see it, and they'll say, hey, it's... A, but to your point, why would you pick and choose? <laughs> and, and who's to like, say? Why not at that point just do what seems like the logical thing to me in a game filled with skins? Just do MCU skins for every character. Yeah, it just it's a little weird. But again, complaining about that that's really like a minuscule complaint to the overall game, but Oh, totally. It just it, it's just thing. it is. It's just why it's odd. It's odd when you're it's playing just, it. Yeah, it's not even a thing that's like I'm generally upset about this. It just makes me scratch my head in confusion. Yeah. And then they just say, "Hey, go go check out the hit Netflix show." <laughs> Go check out the hit canceled Netflix show. Yeah, my my show Daredevil. Yeah, exa- Daredevil. that too. That that's what Daredevil I mean and his amazing. Where, where's the demographic for that? That's my point. Where's the demographic? Was somebody gonna look at Daredevil and be like, oh hey, let me go check out Daredevil on Netflix? It's canceled, and you're just sitting there also, saying, what, what the fuck? <laughs> why are we Why are we doing this? Hey. I mean, granted, when they inevitably bring Daredevil back, I doubt the suit will look that much different because I think that was a fine suit design for the MCU. Well, it needs it to be look- practical. It was like it had the practicality where it almost looked like the designs behind like MCU cap suit. I hate this. May be a hot take. I don't even know if it's a hot take. I yeah, hate take away. MCU Captain America's outfit. I think it looks so dumb. Which one specifically? Just the one in even in Ultimate Alliance story here. Just this battley armor thing that has the wings on the side of the helmet, kind of, but mm. the wings aren't you know protruding out. Okay. It looks so dumb. It just looks See, weird, and it's and again. Here we have, you have Wolverine. They have 90s Wolverine, which looks, the, the classic yellow and black, well, not the brown and yellow, but in this yeah. case, the yellow and black suit with the blue. 
Yeah. You have Spider-Man's classic costume, Iron Fist's Iron Fist's classic costume, and then you have Captain America, who just doesn't... He just has, like, the MCU battle-ready armor. It just looks weird. It's out of place. Oh, yeah, it's it's definitely out of place in this in this context. Like, just give me the scaly Captain America. Give me some classic yeah, shit. Yeah, give, give me that hot scale. You're giving mail. me 90 Cyclops, for God's sakes. Like, like that's the best costume, but that's a, that's a costume of the era at the time. Yeah. Like, it looks ridiculous now, but I love it. But it's still, yeah, it's still, it looks ridiculous, but also, like, contextually, that's Cyclops to me. Whatever. And also, having Crystal, having Crystal as the only Inhuman representation just to have the Inhumans in this freaking game. There is, is apparently uh, an inhuman level, and I believe there's a Kotaku article talking about how the inhuman level is like uh, a 20 minute slog through Disney Marvel's saddest amusement park. I knew exactly. Anytime, it's it's really a shame too, because I really do like the Inhumans. Like Black Bolt's real. Like why wouldn't well if you made Black Bolt a character, you would have died. Like have Medusa, <laughs> have Medusa as a character other than Crystal. Like Miss Marvel, okay, they made her an Inhuman, but she's a at this point she's a brand name. But you yeah, have it, um, Crystal it, from the Inhumans, just to it, incorporate Lockjaw, and she's also yeah, a Shield. Just, it's it's so odd. It seems like they put Crystal in just because they needed Lockjaw narratively, but also like they could have come up with something else. They could have literally came up with any other Inhuman. Actually, or, like better Miss yet, Marvel. They should have made her. They should have made Lockjaw the player. Yeah, just make Lockjaw. At least I would have been able to say, hey, oh my god, it's Lockjaw. Instead, Crystal comes out next to Nick Fury, and she's like, sorry, uh, that's Lockjaw. I'm like, it's just sitting there, what the fuck are you doing here? Like, I'm sweet. never going to play as Crystal. I, I can't wait, yeah, well, when I saw her, I said, I can't wait to never play as you. I'm like, because I, I, I don't even like her as a character. It's just, just Crystal, the Inhumans. Yeah. Just give me Medusa, give me, give me, uh, what's his face, Maximus the Mad. You could give me anybody. Give me someone I actually Give me like, anybody wanna... but Black Bolt, because yes, Black Bolt would be OP, unless you just did Shockwaves, which would be fine, but it's okay. Uh, feasible, totally feasible. I just, I just like comic books. <laughs> I just like Com- comic book characters. Just, Com- comics just are good, man. Well, we'll see. What I'm curious to see out of this game, honestly, is mm-hmm. the longevity aspect of it. I know they have DLCs for characters. I'm more interested in the Infinity Challenges. Which, yeah. for those who don't know, the Infinity Challenges are like, hey, beat this level in 10 minutes, but also you, you can't sneeze or something. You know, they just have a condition to it. You can't use people who are spiders. Yeah, you, you can't, like, you look have, at the screen. have the roster. Yeah, like, you can't play the game and you can get, like, a platinum reward. But I'm, I'm curious to see if they're just going to be adding more Infinity Challenges or if they're actually going to add some story. Content. Yeah, you know, like, actual they're- content. There seems to be, like, room for it, like, in uh, the level I just did was at the Xavier Institute, and, like, when you arrive, it's because you're tracking a stone there, and, like, Cyclops and Colossus are already fighting Sentinels outside, and Beast is there, and he's like, oh, we just got this uh, Infinity Stone we stole from the Hellfire Club, and I'm like, good, make that one of the DLCs, give me, like, more OG X-Men raiding the Hellfire Club. You just say, wow, Hellfire Club, could it be Emma Frost? And they're like, nope, you guessed it, we're gonna bring back the best X-Men of all, X-Men. And I'm just (laughs) sitting there thinking, what the (coughs) fuck? (coughs) We're bringing back the best, most well-known Toad, the from the Brotherhood of Evil. Uh, so we got Avalanche, Toad, um, <laughs> <laughs> all, all the all the key characters. Juggernaut Two. I will say this though: the Marvel Knights DLC, that DLC is nice. How yeah, it's just ex- Blade, Moon Knight, Punisher, and then Morbius. Just Morbius, the living vampire, just for the Plasma. Funsies. Moon Knight is uh, top of my list of excitement for that. And uh, I, absolutely. I, 
Uh, I I'm hoping uh, there's some sort of story DLC attached to that where, like, Blade just shows up and he's like, please, you have to help me kill vampires with your Infinity Stones. I was also thinking, because um, the camera's just so horrendous in the game, that I was thinking, oh, you know, like, it's a, it's a shame that the camera's fucking broken. You know, like, it's just camera mm -hmm. bad. Yeah. But I thought about it, and yeah, I think it's really exciting how now we're in a time where everybody, every developer and publisher has the capacity to just release hotfixes now for their games. And I know everyone's like, yeah, you know, well, play, wait, like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, PlayStation, I mean, like, for Nintendo games, like, to have a patch be released, that, that's pretty mind-boggling. Because forever, it's just, you get you get the game. Yeah, that's and that's it. the game. That's the game. If you if you get screwed with the bad angle, guess what? That's See, the functionality. We should have been under the impression that this was the standard quite a few years ago, but it just took Nintendo a long time well, to catch up. Well, that's exactly my point. Uh, is for Nintendo games especially, I was just thinking, you know, they're not going to fix this. And then I stopped for a moment and I said, oh, yes, they can. And they can release a patch for it. And that's pretty cool. I don't think they will for the camera. Wow, 2007 is going to be wild. Well, take Bloodstain, <laughs> for example. Bloodstain on Switch was a fucking abomination. Yeah, it was atrocious. And you know what? Can you? I can't even imagine if they just released that and just said, yep, that's the game. That's what it is. It would tank. But now, at the very least, the developers are saying, hey, listen, we're working around the clock to work on a patch for this. Yeah, like, it may take a month, but we're going to make it work. And they actually have the capacity to do that. I think that's pretty damn cool for Nintendo consoles, even though it took them like... Yeah, like five to ten years just to get their asses up to par. Yeah, five to ten years longer than everyone else. Yeah, but... Overall, Ultimate Alliance, pretty cool game. Lots of improvements if you could just play it with people. I think it's cool. Or if you just want a really simple experience, because I think this is honestly a very tried-and-true simplistic game. It's neato. I think It is a good crack-open-a-beer, sit-back-on-the-couch-and-relax I still game. think 2 is the better game, but who knows? Who, it's been say? so long who's since I say? played 2, yeah, I feel like say? it's in a time capsule, so it's hard for me to even yeah, judge I, that far. I may even be disgusted. 2 had better group attacks and synergy attacks because if you were say with iron man and captain that's actually weird as to why they got it did they get rid of that i don't know i have to play the game more but one of the things that i really enjoyed from ultimate alliance 2 were synergy attacks um so, so if you were like, like iron man and captain america you could fire your uh photon cannon at captain america's shield and like shield direct and it like yeah um that's the, they that's had the one i always of think those. of yeah they had tons of those one of them was uh I think with Wolverine and Colossus, like Colossus would do the Cannonball special, I think, and he would just yeah. throw him. Um, that, that definitely was. Unless I'm just having a fever dream, but... No, that, that definitely was a thing. Yeah, it, I mean, that's cool. I think that's gone from this game. I think they just made it a big fucking attack, just like at Marvel vs. Capcom, which is okay. So much shit going on, you can't even see what's well, going yeah, on Well, on yeah, the they, they actually... My only thing, my... <laughs> I know I'm talking about this game so much, and I've only played so little. My gripe with this is that... You, the I believe this is true, so I'm going to play it one more time to confirm it later. Based on the positioning that your characters are in, that's the positioning as to where they're going to do their special attacks. So I'm not sure how the coordination of this still goes. I'm going to have to play it a few times, but it just seems sporadic as hell and just totally disorganized. Can confirm it is that. Yeah, they just literally... Like, say, uh, if Wolverine was doing, like, a Berserker Barrage. I'm just using his name from the fighting If he was standing in the corner, he would just do it, I think, right there. Or he'd be yes. teleported. Like, he'd take, like, a leap <laughs> just to get to your guy. Um, he'd do his best to get to, like, the nearest enemy. Yeah, and I think that's just weird, but whatever. And so far, it's, it's all right, you know. Video games. It's a, it's a video game. It's a Switch game. Go buy it on the Switch. It's fun. And, yeah, people, and for people who think, when will this come to other consoles, it won't... 
It's a Nintendo published game. They completely funded the whole damn thing. It's never Would going to come to another console. Them. Yeah, it's literally never going to come to another console. It, it quite pos- It quite literally cannot do that. Um, so, 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 so get, that's fun. So get bent. So tell me about Fire Emblem Three Houses because this is literally getting. All, for, I know we are talking about it very briefly, but okay, it's getting yeah. all all of the praise right now. I didn't even expect it to do this well, to be quite honest with you. I didn't expect to like it as much as I do. I played about five hours. I picked it up on my way home from work yesterday. I think it's um, insane. It's getting nine. It's getting 9.5s. I think GameSpot, IGN, Destructoid, Dish, they're giving it 9s, 9.5s all over the place. Let me explain the conceit of, and if I had only played like the first two hours and only gotten through like the first battle, I might not be as hot on it right now, mm-hmm. but it becomes very hard to put down. Um, I'll say I'm playing on normal difficulty, but I'm playing on classic mode, meaning when characters die, they die. Mm-hmm. Um, so the opening of the game is, and there's a lot more like intrigue to who your main character is, All right. but you are the son of a, a famous knight, and you, the two of you are mercenaries now. You encounter some, encounter some bandits attacking uh, these kids, and you intervene to stop them. That, that's your first taste of your squad gets to be the three house leaders mm-hmm. for the schoolhouse, so you can kind of get a feel of each one of them. Um, you end up being invited back to the school after you save them, where you find out that your father was the head of these, uh, the Knights of Saros, like these holy knights for, uh, this church that runs this military academy. And they need him to come back. And they're impressed with your skills, so they ask you to stay also and become a teacher at the military academy. Going back to school. Uh, yeah, so you become a teacher. Uh, and after, like, one mission, you get to pick which... There's two other teachers at the school, so you get to pick which house you are going to be sort of, like, the the leader of. Like, these are the kids you're going to take under your wing, they're going to be your squad. Uh, I went with the Golden Deer Alliance, uh, which is... Uh, led the, the head student of that house is this archer named Cloud, and uh, I was kind of... You get, a, you get to look at all the kids and their stats and... Honestly, it really doesn't matter what you pick. Just go with the characters that kind of rub you the right way at the start because you can start training them any way you want and really change their weapons out and make them the units you want them to be. Mm-hmm. Um, but what's most interesting to me is the downtime stuff, the school stuff, because this is like Fire Emblem Cross Persona. That's the best way I could explain it. Mm-hmm. Um, you go through a calendar, uh, and every Sunday you have free time where you're in third person and you walk around the school Uh, You could talk to the other characters, spend time with them to bolster their relationships. At the beginning of every week, you have to give a lecture and set up a lesson plan Mm -hmm. where you kind of go one-on-one with each of your students and help them foster their abilities. Uh, Their abilities that they have goals, you set their goals. Like, this character wants to focus on horseback riding and using a lance. Um, So they're obviously going to be more receptive to learning about those skills. But you might also find if you try and push them into learning a skill they've never used before, they might find they excel at it and get bonus XP in that. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do side activities like go fishing and cook. And <laughs> oh, there's, God. Oh, there's God. A, there's a time sink and a half of a game. I could already fucking tell. There is a lot tell. to lose yourself in in between battles. Um, and you actually always know when your battles are going to be because, weirdly enough, they'll be like, hey, we've cornered these... Uh, these bandits in the mountain up here uh we're gonna send your squad to go get them on tuesday mm. <laughs> so you could just be like oh mission coming up what uh, the hell? you can also choose to use your free day to go do auxiliary battles which is basically like doing a random battle mm. on, a, on a map you've already been to before and you, i'm guessing you can get experience for those yes yeah. um and beyond uh your house because the your house just basically dictates your starting character roster mm-hmm 
um, as you build relationships with everyone in the school, you can approach members of other houses or students that are not in a house yet and convince them to join your house. So you're just recruiting people over? Yeah. Now, tell me, the this is where the weapon wheel... Now, most notably, the whole weapon cycle wheel of advantages yeah. are gone. This is completely yes. out. Now, what what is it in replacement of? Do they even have a weapon wheel anymore? There is not a weapon wheel. It just seems to me like stats are just much deeper. Like, it's more about raw stats, and certain weapons just have certain advantages. What kind of skills you're going to learn. Um, you can By learning certain skills, you can class into different... Uh, roles like Myrmidon and things like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, once you've acquired your skill mastery to a certain point, like for the main character, uh, I got his skills where he was able to become a Myrmidon, and you buy these things called, uh, I think they're called like uh, perfect. I, God, I can't remember the name of it. Basically, you buy the seal, and it lets you take an exam. Uh, which if your stats are high enough, you just pass and be like, you can fill this role now. So my main character is no longer like a. His role was like commoner before that because he wasn't a nobleman, but now he's a Myrmidon, and he's classed into this. His appearance changes, his uh, proficiency with certain weapons changes. It just seems like they've replaced the basic weapon wheel with just making overall stats deeper. Mm-hmm. And that's so much. That's like such a rich game. There's and just there's, so much going on. There's a lot of magic stuff going on. How far it's, are you in the story? Uh, I've been playing for, I want to say, four or five hours. I've done, like, six or seven battles. I'm look up these and three houses. I'm in the, uh, the second month Which of house the, are you in? The school. I am in the Golden Deer Alliance. The Golden Deers. The Baratheon Clan. Let me see these. Symbols. I'm gonna just go three houses, symbols. All right. So you're the deer. So it looks like there's a lion, the birds, and the deers. Yeah, the black eagles, the blue lions, and the golden deer. I don't know. The deer looks like the right choice to me. You think so? Yeah. I, I, that I, one they, looks the coolest. I, I appreciated them. And basically, all the changes, from what I understand, I did my research beforehand, but I did like the characters in the Golden Deer more. Mm-hmm. Um, the Blue Lions, because of their leader, they start base with having a few more Lancers. Okay. The Black Eagles start base with having a few more Magic users, and the Golden Deer start base with having a few more Archers. But again, you can just throw a weapon into someone's hand that early in the game, and they become what they're training with. Now, and also, there's no... I would imagine a deviation between the games. I would have to play it, I guess. But I'm wondering if how heavy the deviation is between all the three house playstyles, like in stories. Are, are they all I, consistent? I think they're all probably... I think I was reading that the overarching story is consistently the same. It's just you're in a different house with different characters and different yeah. units. And like I said, as far as I would be surprised if you could somehow get the uh, the head student of any houses, but it seems that if I get my stats in the right place, I can convince mm-hmm. any member of another house to join my house. Mm-hmm. That's pretty cool. I dig that. Do you think so far it's worthy of the scores? I think, oh, I think, I mean, it looks from like... From what I've played so far, like, it has become that game, and I sometimes have a hard time with games catching me like that. Like, when we're done here, I'll probably edit this podcast and just lay in bed and play a few more hours of it. Uh, I will probably not sleep well. It is real real good. It's that good. Maybe, maybe I gotta pick it up. I ain't picking it I ain't touching the damn, I ain't touching the goddamn game until I'm done with the other ones. I can't, I can't do it anymore. I, I legitimately pro- can't do it anymore. It's probably better that you don't pick it up because there's so much to and do. Have it staring at you, then it's oh yeah, it's for sure a lot of game. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of game in there. There's just not enough time with all the other games. It's like there's so much to do with these kinds. Of, I was reading a review 
where somebody said they spent about 70 hours in one playthrough. That's ridiculous to me. Yeah, that that's not surprising. That's wild. I don't know if I have enough time to dedicate to it, but... That's why I'm glad it's handheld. I still have to play Breath of the fucking Wild. Like, we're not even here yet. <laughs> Zeldor. Yeah, we're not Such even a... there yet. Yeah, um, man, you got a lot going on. I'm glad. I'm. I'm actually glad that it's just a great Fire Emblem game. Uh, we they they've been pumping out Fire Emblems pretty quickly over these we past sure, few years. We sure do like the Fire Emblem in the West now. Well, now this one more notably, along with the other recent ones, they have like the whole romance options. That was ever since Awakening, I think, right? Yeah, that yeah. was where it was made. Well, Awakening the whole thing here, the whole the whole relationship fest. From what I understand, the reason there's no romance options in this one mm-hmm. is because like you're a teacher with students and it's, it's unprofessional. Would, like, literally, even someone makes a comment about it, like, hey, basically it's being like, hey, you can't fuck... I know, I know they're actually all really close in age to you, because you're the youngest teacher here, but you, you can't fuck the students. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No fraternization, as it were. It's unprofessional as fuck. Having relationships outside of the classroom. I mean, you're actually to encouraged to have relationships outside of the classroom. That's unbelievable. To foster... To foster uh, it still has that system where, like... If two characters can, like, build bonds, they'll work better together, like, when fighting near each other, like, better bonuses. Mm-hmm. So he still has that systems. And also, it looks pretty as hell. Like, this is the best-looking Fire Emblem ever, for sure. Unbelievable. I'm gonna have to play it, though. Ugh. It's probably so good. Uh, are the graphics good? How does it look yeah. graphically? It looks great. It looks great. Mm-hmm. Um, those cutscenes look great. It looks great in combat, like, high-detailed character models. Uh, there's a new equipment type, which I thought was interesting. Is mm. uh, There's what's called the Battalion Master in the hub area. What's that? And you can recruit battalions that have different ratings. Basically, like, for example, I could recruit, like, uh, monks from the church and equip them to a character. And then when they're in combat, they have a legion of these monks behind them that support them when they go into battle. It's That's basically, cool. like, making them into a co- So there's a just a lot of different choices and options in combat now. Mm-hmm. That's pretty dang cool. There's a lot here. There's a lot of game. I like that. I like it a lot. I like it a lot. I was um, I was seeing some recent some recent buzz around the world wide web. People, some people were pissed off because they didn't have uh, the same sex relationships in this one. Like you can only do, oh, like, yeah. they can only do like uh, straight relationships, mm-hmm. man to woman, woman to man. I I'm actually I don't care too much about that, but I am on their side because why not? Like, yeah, it's, it's on the non-extreme size, mind you. Not like, hey, fuck this game because I can't, I can't bang a dude. Yeah, like, I, I just don't totally care enough. Fine. But I get also, that, like, but I totally get. Also, that why should, not? Mass it Effect did it. Not a big deal. What was that back in two thousand eight? Not a big yeah. deal when Mass Effect did it. I didn't care. Got with Garrus. It was funny. For me, I still time. write it off as being like Japan being different culturally, but at the same time, it, it always makes me go like. Uh, let's be inclusive. Like, who's harmed by it being in there? Like, I see no negative for it to be there. No, I, I agree. I, I, You know what? No, to your point about being cultural, I think that's honestly primarily the reason. And that's fine. It is what it is. That's why the mm-hmm. Western... That's why Western developer games typically go for same sex. And just because I think... Culturally, it's more it's accepted different. here, and the representation is important. There's no denying that. Yeah, and here it's just... That sweet Japanese unprofessional relationships. Oh that my taboo. God. Oh but yeah. man, study that ass. Teaching's fun. I like. There's like a weird system during lectures where it's like a student might come up to you afterwards and ask you a question, and if you they like your answer, they'll get like bonus XP. But I like the, sometimes the question is like not like at all like a class related thing. It's like, hey, uh, 
I really am having a lot of a hard time sleeping. Like, should I do drugs? Like, that's uh, that's not a real example, but like, it'll just be some random like life question. I'm having I'm, trouble sleeping. Do drugs. Thanks, teacher. <laughs> Thank you. Like, okay, here's actually a good example. One of them. One of them I got from Claude, where he's like, "That lecture was really good, but I'm finding it hard to focus now. What should I do?" And I could be like, "Take a walk. Go cook something." Like, what is this? Yeah. And um, they just give you a test. Can you imagine you're just in school, they give you a test, they go, oh, I got a special exam for you, and the question is just, do you like me? And you're just looking up at them. <laughs> and sometimes for these like, questions... Like, answer honestly. Sometimes these questions, there's like, a, there's like a timer. It's like, you have 20 seconds to answer. <laughs> do you like me? Would you go out with me? Teacher, I, I, I can. I just don't really know you that well. Um, I saw that my brother actually got this at Nintendo World. They The day of, they had a special edition for it, uh, for the Western mm -hmm. release, and... Came with a really cool looking art book, a calendar, because this game apparently has calendars now. Yeah, it does. Uh, so that's thematic. I thought they were just giving you, I, I didn't even know that. I said, oh, cool, they're just giving calendars now, like candy. That's pretty cool. Just calendar. Sun Sunday's your free day. Got yeah. playing your lecture on Monday. And, uh, <laughs> that's so ridiculous. <laughs> and, um, they give you a CD and kind of a steel book, so that's pretty cool. I that's think neat. the, um, the European edition, though, has Always a cooler better. legendary edition. Let me see three. Yeah, There's always better. Do you see the collector's edition for goddamn Link's Awakening? Yes, I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even want to talk about that. Yeah, this one because that that one's nice. The legendary edition I actually think gives you pins. I think that's really the only difference. Yes, I, I saw that. I think it gives you some pins. I, those um, pi those pins uh, just I think if you pre-order the game at GameStop, you physically you just got those. Yeah, here it is. They get you. Oh, I'm sorry. They give you a sound selection USB stick, a pin badge set. And the art book. So, not only do they not just give you a CD, they actually give you a USB because they live in the 21st century. That's incredible. And they know, and they know if you hand me a CD, I'm going to go, what the fuck am I supposed to but, do with this? But they do not have a calendar. They just give you the three houses pins. I actually think the calendar is better. Calendar's cool. Like I said, I'm pretty sure those pins, if you pre-ordered it physical at GameStop, you get those pins. Oh, well, that's cool. I dig it. Um, I'm going to have to check it out, though. Yeah, this thing's reviewing like gangbusters. Everyone's, it's, everyone and their mothers are saying this is a fantastic game. That's pretty cool. Game. I didn't think it was gonna do that well. Like I, I, I thought it'd be doing well enough, but this is pretty much on par with Awakening, I believe, in terms of review scores. So that's pretty cool. I didn't think I was gonna like it as much as I do. <sighs> Fuck Fire Emblem. Uh, give me a, give me Advance Wars. You know. I think we're we're not gonna get that. I want it, but I think <laughs> give me, we're not uh, give gonna me get Advance it. Wars instead of this. This, this here, uh, this your, sword, your swords and your elves. I don't think there are any elves. <laughs> I I think it just looks neato. I don't know. The graphics just look good. It looks cool. I'll have to check it out. But whatever. I ain't going to buy it. It's tempting, though. It's tempting. Very good tempting. Game. After good this, I'm going to buy it, just like what I did with Dragon Quest. Don't even care. Tempting. Um, cool. You're here first. Cool, cool. Uh, what, else, what else am I thinking, too? Um, outside of that... Oh, Wolfenstein. Right, right. So... Yeah. I actually didn't have it at the time. I had some Steam credits because uh, mm -hmm. I sold all my Dota items a while back. Um, so now I have all these sweet, sweet Steam dollar dues. And I bought Wolfenstein because it was on sale recently. Which one? Um, just the Old Blood because I never played that. And Wolfenstein 2 the... because I actually... Yeah, the, the standalone. wasn't really an expansion, was it? Like Old Blood yeah. is just... Yeah. Um, and I got two just because I got it for like... Minus the wallet, it was a grand total of nothing. So I just got that. That's one of the best games of 2017. Yeah, the new Colossus. A 20 isn't see that's wild to me. 
That's that's just so fucking wild. That was two years ago already. Yeah, that's crazy. I, I was thinking, oh man, the hottest game of 2018. I looked it up. It's well, it was November of 2017. So. Still, still, we're almost yeah. we're we're not too, we're four months away. I'm sorry, almost three months away from November. You're right. You're that's right. pretty crazy. But uh, yeah, no, but that those, was easy. Um, but how how is the new Colossus? And and tell me this really you first blood. before you tell. It, crap. Yeah, there's just so many Wolfen. I never thought there'd be too many Wolfensteins. Um, the year of our Lord, twenty. I saw just the starter screen of Young Blood, and number one, the graphics look like potato on the character faces. But I'm not going to talk about that for a moment. But the second thing is that is this a multiplayer only game? Like, do you have to no. play co-op with like a bot or something? Well, yes, you have to play co-op. Like, that's what I mean. Like, it's just a purely co-op game. Like, you always yes. have a partner. Okay. Okay. Yes. I didn't know that. Um, I didn't know that going in. There's a lot of holding doors open for each other. Yeah. I um, didn't know that going first thing I'm gonna say for anyone playing this: tape your expectations. Um, uh, I I like it. That being said, uh, and if you do want to check out some of it, uh, our buddy Nick and I are playing through the whole thing. We're playing every Friday night for a while on the Twitch, uh, Twitch.tv slash Gecko Wild plugs. Uh, but Wolf- Wolfenstein Youngblood uh, is sort of a side adventure from what I would have to assume is the inevitable Wolfenstein 3. Uh, it takes place 20 years or so after the events of Wolfenstein 2 The New Colossus, uh, where you are playing as the twin daughters of BJ Blazkowicz, uh, Sophie, and Jess. And the, the basic crux of the story is they are living in the now liberated America. Um, BJ goes missing uh, somewhere in Europe. And they end up tracking him to Paris, which is where this game takes place. Uh, you know he went to see the French Resistance, and they ask for your help in taking down some Nazis in exchange for uh, them helping you find your father. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, there's a lot of setup in the beginning and a lot of cutscenes that very much evoke the way like the past two Wolfensteins have gone, uh, setting up who these girls are. Uh, there's a pul- point where they kill their first Nazi on a Zeppelin, and then a- Sophie immediately pukes. <laughs> uh, which is played for the laughs. It's actually pretty great because they're talking like a big. <laughs> You're throwing up. They're talking like a big game. Like we were born to kill Nazis, and like the resistance being like, "Oh, did you hear that? They were born to kill Nazis." Like, look at these little fucking girls who don't know what they're doing. Uh, but after that, it just gets you right into most of the story. Context is done at the catacombs, the hub world. You're picking up missions from members of the French Resistance, and then heading out into these three open areas. Uh, where the main goal of each one is there's missions like, hey, there's a car over here, you need to go plant this bomb to take out Nazis, uh, like a quick vignette play to show you what's going down, but the main objective is there are three bosses in three areas called Brother 1, Brother 2, and Brother 3, all around Paris, that you are working towards leveling up, yes, there are levels, um, and taking down, there are levels in this, which is weird. Uh, there's skill trees, and there you can be outclassed by enemies that have, like, skulls on the map. Uh, if you look at the archive for Friday's stream, Nick and I get murdered real hard at one point because we wander into an area with enemies we were not prepared to fight. And um, did you play it online yet or no? Yeah, it's me and Nick just playing All right, online. Right, okay, my bad. There is no, there is no local spacey, co-op. Spacey, spacey. I think that's weird. <laughs> I think it's weird also. I think that's a little weird. Um, I wonder how the, the systems work like that. The thing that's weird to me is I was never a particularly huge... I was never big on the shooting in the Wolfenstein games. Yeah. It's serviceable, but not great. It's a little bit better here. I think half the fun in the Wolfenstein games just the weapons themselves. Because sometimes they, well, they just get too, you know, standard well, the, weaponry to just downright ridiculous. But not well, yeah, yeah. And, and, that's, and that's there. But, like, I was always in it for the story. And this 
sets it up really well and then kind of goes lighter on it and it becomes more just about like brutally murdering nazis mm-hmm. uh which is fine it's good therapeutic fun i would say if you're not playing it with someone probably not as fun uh that being said it's 30 bucks mm-hmm. it's kind of mm-hmm. a stopgap game uh i think if you buy the 40 dollar edition you get what's called a buddy pass so the mm-hmm. person playing it with you doesn't have to own it mm-hmm. um there's a lot of like good jokes in it. There's buffing abilities that are tied to the T button on your keyboard, like where you like throw up devil horns and like throw armor to your your partner. Uh, a lot of the humor comes from like the back and forth between the two girls in like a very uh, Alex Navarro described as like a Bill and Ted esque kind of writing. And I'm like, yeah, totally. There's a lot of like you cap a Nazi in the head, and Sophia be like, dude, did you see that? Like, it's very 80s and light, and for what it is, like it doesn't really have as much to say about the state of the world. Like I think new Colossus came at a point where it's like, Hey, Nazis are topical. And the fact that Nazis are back and it was a game that said a lot more than just the general. Yeah. Of course, Nazis are bad. Like it, it had a voice and this has less of that, but Mm -hmm. I also think that's fine. I think it's fun and it's brutal and I'm enjoying it. Well, I mean, that's that's good, at least. And it's only $30, right? Yeah. You told it's, me if you buy this game, it gives you a free copy of the game. It That's what I thought initially. I don't I don't think uh, it is. Yeah, no, no, it, it doesn't. That's what I was just saying before. It's a buddy pass system. That's, uh, that if you buy cool. If you buy the $40 edition, That'll it give gives you the actual buddy pass. A buddy pass, yeah. All right, all right, all right, all right. I have to... And you got that for PC, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, I would also advise anyone playing this if you, it's not so much a drop in drop out experience. Mm-hmm. I would say like pick the person you're gonna play it play it with. Just like schedule a night to do it and settle in to do it that way. I'm wondering too because I know you can buy this on Steam, but not only on Steam but on the Bethesda store. Um, yeah. I'm wondering if the network's still the same between the two. I don't know. Uh, we're both playing on Steam. Yeah, my uh, my brother got it with a graphics card, and he has it off the Bethesda store. And he was like, oh, you should get it so we could play. Yeah. And I was thinking, I was like, yeah, I'm like, sure. But I realized that it's on the Bethesda. I, I don't know if there's a difference. Like, how, when, when you're on, like, you play and you want to go do something. I don't know, because when I do the invites, it's through the Steam client. Yeah, exactly. Like, That's what I mean. It, so I'm actually wondering if it's the like, same. When I was inviting Nick in, it was through the Steam client, so... I don't know, to be honest with you. There might be a way to make it work, but I would do the research before you commit to purchasing it. Yeah. So, I think it's pretty cool, though. Um, Wolfenstein. There's so I much love Wolfenstein. Wolfenstein. They even just released their VR game, though, too. Uh, that's out now? The PSVR yeah, I think one? The, uh, yeah. Hold on, actually. And if it's not out, then it is coming out. Hold up. Hold up. Let's see. Wolf. So one where you play as the hacker. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wolfenstein. All right, I'm just going to search for this bad boy. Let's see. Cyber Pilot. Yeah, it came out on the 25th. Ooh, mostly negative. Garbo. Not a good one. Oh, well. Another uh, demo think, labeled as a game. Woof. I think Youngboat's good for what it is, so I will. I have no problem recommending that. Yeah, I mean, cool. And the graphics are still good, right? You were saying they hold up? Yeah, they look fine. There was a weird, like, and some people were pointing out in the stream, like, when you look at the co-op player's character model, like, some of the walking animations look a little weird. Yeah, I was gonna say, some of the faces look potato-y. The faces look a little weird, and some of those walking animations look a little stiff. Like, that, those handful of, like, the 20 minutes of cutscenes that, like, open into the game are, like, amazingly modeled cutscenes. They look great. They set up the, the new, the newer version of the world nicely. Mm. Uh, 
which is cool. To, mostly it's cool because it gives you kind of a sense of where a lot of the characters uh, from New Order and New Colossus kind of end up in this post-Nazi America, mm-hmm. which is an interesting idea. Like, I'd even like to see more a more fully fleshed out game uh, that takes place in this later Wolfenstein era. If you die, you die. Good old Wolfenstein. I want. I still want them to redo Return to Castle Wolfenstein. I know they won't, but I that would like them to. Game, redo. and I was talking to Nick about this in the uh, the Twitch chat that that night. Uh, that game is technically in canon with these. I think I didn't know. I didn't think that they even changed. Yeah. Yeah, think, a lot of I people don't know the that the original Wolfenstein is still canon. Technically, I, I would assume so, but like, there's bigger ties than people realize. Like, the main villain of uh, Wolfenstein: New Order, Death's Ed, is introduced in Return to Castle Wolfenstein, and they talk about the things that happened in that game. I like that. I like all this internet connected story, and the old blood's also cool. tied to that too. Yes, man, they're on a roll with this. Wolfenstein's like cool. Yeah, dude. Can't wait. Can't wait it's for a hot new take. Wolfensteins. So I'm guessing Wolfenstein 3, then, will be in the new universe from Youngblood. Doubtful. Mm. Uh, because we still don't know how America got liberated. The end of Wolfenstein 2 was Oh, it's just much... showing you the future, but you, they still yeah. have plenty of time to show you anything else. Yeah, like, the at the end of Wolfenstein 2, BJ basically makes, like, a televised statement of, like, we're taking America back from the fucking Nazis, but they haven't won yet. Interesting. Well, I got it. I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna play Wolfenstein One again, the New Order. I yeah, that's, those while. games are good. I don't even think they're that long. Uh, how many New Order? Probably longer than you think. Well, let's, let's see what the let's see what the averages are here. Wolfenstein New Order's average is about eleven and a half. Wolfenstein Two New Colossus. It's about ten and a half. Yeah, they're all about like eleven and a half, twelve and a half. Uh, that's pretty surprising. For shooters. Yeah, that's, uh, like, definitely, yeah, like... That is. You typically expect, like, a longer one to click in at around, like, eight hours. And how long is Old Blood? Even Old Blood's six hours. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I dig that. I'm down. Down with it. Cool. Um, the only other game that I am meaning to play is Metro Exodus, because I am... And I know it's, like, a hell of a segue. It's just because I am thinking of shooters. I love... You played the Metro games before? Uh, I played the first one. I love... Metro. I love Metro. It said 2077 or whatever the hell it is. Wait, what is it? Metro. Metro. Tw- yeah, it's 2077. It's not. It totally isn't 2077. Uh, it can't. That's cyberpunk. Yeah, I know. Uh, 2033. There we go. Yeah. Okay. I love these games. I love Metro 2033. I love Last Light. I thought those games were fantastic. I thought they were fan-fucking-tastic. I've heard Exodus ditches a lot of what people like about those yes, games. Yes, and that's why I was actually a little trepidatious to get the game. Uh, immediately, unless it came out with, uh, unless it came out on sale, um, just because I, I, I was basically trepidation, I, I had trepidation about it, that it wouldn't blatantly live up to those games, especially with other reviews that are saying, hey, it's not really that great, um, yeah. the reason why, the reason how this relates to Wolfenstein is because I'm really glad that Wolfenstein, frankly, is keeping it, it's keeping it going, like, Youngblood, Youngblood reviewed okay, like, and it's a side thing. Like, it's not really... Yeah, it's got, like, a 6.7. It's not really... The but point. also... But, yeah, I feel like that was a lot of people expecting a full-fledged Wolfenstein. I'm like, nah, this is a $30 stopgap. Yeah. I think it's good for what it is. Like, 1 is good. Old Blood was really good. 2 is really good. I imagine 3 will be. That's pretty sweet. Uh, it, may, it always makes me think of my other favorite shooters, though, with Metro. Exodus rated really well, 
it's just right now I'm kind of just waiting for it to go back down a little bit more but that's also another shooter that I just love and it was making me think of just like what are shooters that I really like a lot um like say Call of Duty Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2 is still the best like it really has a great story like I love that game great yeah, story no, don't disagree um but I was just thinking about all the other... There's actually quite a few, like, shooters that are just first-person-y and they're fantastic. And I'm glad that we're still getting more of these. And they're not just mindless multiplayer machines. Well, yeah, ones that have stories to tell. Right, and they're not just mindless multiplayer tanks. You know, because... Say, like, um... I need a good... Like, let's just say Call of Duty, actually. Call of Duty, they released the game. Okay, great. But it's really focused around the multiplayer. Yeah. And you have games now that Wolfenstein or Doom, for example... They just always are single player or Metro. I really appreciate just a single player experience for a shooter these days without having multiplayer tacked onto it. Because I even think, not that I don't want a Wolfenstein multiplayer, but the only time they actually did a Wolfenstein multiplayer was the last implementation of Wolfenstein, I think, for the 360. And that wasn't that good. Um, No. So I'm glad they actually just take their time to just release these single player experiences. I think it's really cool. Wolfenstein should just stay single player because I was actually tossing about and talking with a friend about it the other day. Like, should it come back with multiplayer, I think that would hinder it. It happened to Bioshock. I I even thought Bioshock 2 was great, but the multiplayer hindered it severely. I think Bioshock 2 is better now than I did at the time. Yeah, and the multiplayer just didn't help. It actually soured the experience. So, Wolfenstein should just keep doing what it's fucking doing. I'm hyped now, and I want to play it, but I'll play it later. And that's the news. That's the tea. That's the tea. Um, that's not the news because the news is what we're getting into oh, next. Shit. Oh shit! We're almost we're almost in August. That's wacky, isn't it? Twenty nineteen really just fucking came and went. Uh, I almost brought this up earlier when you yeah. were talking about Nintendo patch and stuff. Just oh yeah, I'm looking at this right now. Yeah, Fire Emblem Three Houses voice actor is going to be replaced uh, via patch following some, uh, shall we say, turbulent issues. Uh, number one, he turbulent. broke. He broke his NDA about the game a while back. Turbulence, such a great uh, way Where he was, like, bragging about being, like, the main character in this Fire Emblem game. Um, and then he posted some long, like, apology on Tumblr where he was talking about how he had, like, behaved abusively towards loved ones and stuff. And I think Nintendo just wants clear of this guy. Uh, there's a patch coming next month that is going to replace all his voice- VO work. Uh, there's not a lot of VO work for the main character, it's mostly grunts and sounds, and he's mostly a silent protagonist. I, I just, I'm, can you imagine, can you imagine bragging about being a voice actor? How many people do for you, a Japanese game? They're like, yeah, I'm the main character of Fire Emblem Three Houses. Is people like, what the fuck is Fire Emblem? <laughs> Let me tell you, even the people, no, di- first of all, no disrespect. It goes without saying, no disrespect to voice actors at all. David Hayter, yeah. my boy, don't even care. Guy's great, but. Can you imagine actually walking around and putting on airs like, oh, yeah, I'm the main character of Fire Emblem Three Houses. That's my job. I can't even imagine putting on airs about my job regardless of what it is. Unless you're on the marquee for a goddamn film or a television show or something that's literally universally adored by thousands or millions. Who cares? It's just neato. It's just neato. And the guy, I just think they're neat. I'm actually really glad, though, that Nintendo just essentially said, go fuck yourself. Because, frankly, I would have done the same thing. Just get this guy out of here. And what's up with people just burning bridges? 
for a voice yeah. acting gig. If you're going to be a voice actor, I think I was talking about it that with you. It also seems weird because this isn't like his only VO gig. Like he's been in games. He did work on Octopath Traveler, uh, Smite, Maple Story Two. But that's what Skull I'm saying. Girls, like, the circle. I was talking about this with you. I think oh, sorry, he was an animator on Skullgirls and Hat in Time. I was speaking about this with you. I think it was like a month or two ago. You know, in the game space, it's incredibly small. Oh yeah, not if even you... speaking of voice acting, like it's incredibly small and niche compared to the rest of the fucking world. Everybody uh, knows everybody in the simplest sense. Like if you worked for one person, you're bound to like where you apply. People are gonna know that that other person. Like there's no reason to burn bridges. Yeah, I remember. Um, was it a thing like Kevin Conroy was going on? It was. It was a while ago. I, I was I met Kevin Conroy at Comic Con. I know it's completely two different mediums, but it kind of goes into the same thing. And I asked him out to breakfast. Well, no, I asked him. You know, whenever they have a Batman game, like, do they just hire you? Do they just go to you and hire you? And he's like, well, you know, it's not really how it works. Obviously, there's other people. He said, but the pool of voice actors in the industry are so small. Like, it's a small industry. We're talking like, well, to my knowledge, it's just a couple of tens of people, or maybe a couple of hundred people. And that's minuscule, at best. Yeah. So to burn a bridge and be a total douchebag or douche nozzle about a Fire Emblem game, or just by voice acting, why would you burn all it's the It's one of those things where the circles are small, like nobody's going to want to work with you now. What a f- That's what I mean, professionally? What a fucking idiot. Now I'm glad he's out, because now he's not yeah. going to get a job. The guy's not going to get a job in voice acting. Screw it. From the sound of it, he burgeoned into voice acting in games after being an animator in games, and I doubt he's going to find a job in the game space at all at this point. What a jackass. Why would you throw away the career just to be a douche? Whatever. Well, good. Okay, now he's out. Moving on to possibly more interesting news. Uh, (laughs) The developers (laughs) of Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order uh, were responding to those comments we were getting back around the game's reveal that it was like Dark Souls, where they said it's uh, more like Sekiro than Dark Souls. That's what Respawn said. Then show me. Then show me because, you know what? I've heard that behind closed doors during the staffing demos, the game looked way cooler where you can... I, I was reading the Game well. Informer, uh, the the Game Informer article on this. You can pick and choose galaxies that you want to go see um, freely at the beginning of the game. Yeah. Go anywhere you want. Has an ex- completely expanded gameplay. Show me, show me. Yeah, I it. I don't believe it's it. one of those things where they compared it more so to like Dark Souls meets Metroid Prime, which, um, which I'm completely down with. But just show yeah, me. Give me an example. Like it's one of those things where it's like it seems really weird that. That was the E3 demo you chose to show then, because it didn't show off any of that stuff. And then they say, oh, don't worry, like, this is kind of a a little ways into the game. It's just odd. That, this year, at least from what I've seen notably, we've had a lot of weird demos shown. And strictly compared to Fallen Order, it's just, it's not bad. It's just weird. And also you have the Avengers demo, weird. It just doesn't look too good. Are we going to call that a demo? Well, the, I mean, more so weird in the sense that the practices that we have, it's like, oh, we saw some different things behind closed doors. Just show it then. Well, the funnier part That's being odd. is I've even That's talked odd. to people about what was shown behind do- closed doors for the Avengers, and they've all told me uh, nothing. Oh, like we walked in and it's they the didn't same show. Thing. It's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, okay, that's the minority, but I, I they, just think they walked odd. out going like, "I still don't know what the fuck that game is." Like, why, why, why wouldn't you want to generate? They may show another demo, maybe, maybe they'll release a playable one. But wouldn't you want to generate more hype for the game? Because every time I'm looking at these videos too, it just seems generic. It kind of, quite honestly, it made me almost want to rescind the pre-order that I had. Because first of all, pre-ordering the games is pretty 
benign. Like, I don't know why anybody there's, would do that. There's but no sense in it at this point. There isn't. There's no sense in pre-ordering games at all, actually, these days. But, you know, it almost made me think, I, I may not want to get this at release, because it looked yeah. okay. It looked no different than, honestly, Force Unleashed. And Force Unleashed was okay. I've seen a lot of people just saying, oh, Force Unleashed was great. It was okay. It was fine. Yeah, it was fine. It, it's just thing. It just looks like another nondescript action game. And if it's it more than that, show me the parts of it that I mean, are more look, than that. Look at the look at the uh, the cover art of this goddamn game. I hate it. I hate it. This is like the movie. This thing's it's falling like the victim. lightsaber on a stone. Yeah, like this thing. No, 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 no. That's the good one. I actually would have liked that one. I'm talking That's about. That's probably the reversible cover art, right? Yeah, look up the current one. It looks like one of those generic movie posters where they just put the cast, the entire cast on on the movie poster. I'm thinking like Spider-Man Homecoming. Oh, I think I know the one you're talking about. Fallen Order box art. For the, for those honestly, look at this box art for the Fallen Order. Oh, when you get okay, back. yeah. And it's the it, fact that the guy who's it looks in like Shameless, every MCU poster. Yeah, and the fact that the guy in Shameless is you know the main guy heading it too. It's all the more reason why it just looks like an animated feature in the fucking game. It's just weird. I hate I hate box arts like this. It's so dumb looking. Yeah. Um, give me I the agree, one yeah. with the lightsaber etched into the stone. That was cool. You borrowed my uh, my copy of Judgment the other day, and I auto reversed the box art. Yeah, because it looks better than, and I didn't even know that. I remember I looked at it. I said, "Oh, that's not the official box art." And then I looked at the inside, and I said, "This sucks. It's just terrible." And but so my point, it, it's, it's not like I'm not gonna buy the game because of box art. But so far, just nothing about the game has really hooked me. I haven't seen. Be anything. inventive. Yeah, just be inventive with it. So I hope they show more, but. I don't understand. When devs do this, I'm glad they're trying to do it to, like, you know, save face and be more reassuring and say, no, really, it's this. But just, like, with, uh, unless people see it, I, I don't know what that means. Yeah. What, that, what does that mean to me? <laughs> what the hell are you saying to me, man? What, what are you telling me? Like, so? Um, uh, so that's good. Better news. Uh, Pillars of Eternity is coming to Switch <laughs> on August news. 8th. <laughs> the better news. Um, <laughs> I think this, that's neat. This that's was a Kickstarter, game. wasn't it? Yeah, it was a one of the first success uh, Kickstarter success stories. This is like a, what was that other one? The torment of um, <sighs> torment oh, of what was God. it? Torment. It was a torment game Kickstarter. Um, of smooching. No, it's not Tiles in America. It's uh whatever. It's by the same people I feel, but they made another game at the time via Kickstarter. But Pillars of Eternity, uh, that was on the Pillars Kickstarter. Pillars of Eternity, yeah, it was Kickstarter. It's cool. It's a great story. This of is because they're going to be coming out with Boulder's Gate and yes. Uh, for the sure. other and Neverwinter later, I think in a month or two. Yeah, that's cool. So the, more of those types of games is good. That's neato. Uh, yeah, I, I, there's really not much to say about that. But uh, Nintendo, they are offering to fix uh, Joy-Con drift for free. I think this uh, is so funny. Last week we were just talking about how Nintendo's not going to own up to shit or fix anything, and then they and then do they're so. just they just do it. We might as well just keep talking crap about everybody so they do the so, opposite. Their their official statement is, uh, it take they take great pride in creating quality products, and we are continuously making improvements to them. The company noted that it understands some Joy Cons are not responding correctly, and the new consumer friendly free repairs and refunds for people that have already paid to get theirs fixed, um, uh, are a thing that they're they're doing. So you can contact Nintendo if you already paid to have yours uh fixed, they will reimburse you, or if you need them fixed, they will do so for free. I just love how you don't even need proof of purchase. They're just oh, saying yeah, screw it. Which is great. Just give us your Joy-Con. Might as well. I doubt they'll fix any of the... I think it goes without saying, if you modded it or did anything else, like with the Hori game cases, then forget it. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm doubtful of that, but uh, 
just your straight up Nintendo Joy-Cons, they'll get those taken care of for you. Good, because those are a pain in the ass. I know a lot of people have some problems with those. That's pretty good on them, that they'll just fix them for free. Nice. I enjoy those. Uh, but there's also, they created an official page that uh, shouldn't be too hard for you to track down uh, for affected users to register complaints. Can you imagine? They just they just say, yeah, no, register a complaint here. They may, It's just like a 404 page. They just go, yeah, <laughs> just click the link. And they try to make it as difficult as possible. It's an old, it's an old image of Reggie shrugging. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like we, We're just sitting here thinking, oh, that's good on Nintendo. But if you actually went down the rabbit hole, it turns out it's extremely difficult to do so, like canceling a fucking gym membership. Look, man, they wouldn't offer you a free service that it's impossible to redeem. They're not TurboTax. They just go, call this number, and it goes nowhere. <laughs> you're just sitting there, and they go, no, call this number if you call it's that Reggie number. It's Reggie Fisame's perfect cell phone number. He de- personal cell phone number. He does not work there anymore. He says, please stop calling me. I cannot fix your Joy-Cons. I cannot help you. I, I don't even don't work there this. anymore. Speaking of Nintendo, too, um, I feel like we talk about Nintendo so damn much. Miyamoto released a book. It's in Japanese only. Um, it's basically his personal accounts and backgrounds with Awada. Um, I've read certain translated excerpts. It, it, it's a shame that it's really only Japanese only. I hope a translated version comes out soon because I would love to. I read wouldn't it. be surprised if they uh, do eventually put out. A I, I would. I would absolutely. And I would it. buy it in a heartbeat. Yeah. It, so the excerpts that I've read, they're so touching. The, the guy really had a personal friendship with the guy with the water. It, it's really sad. Like because I know he said recently in an interview that he misses. Um, they used to do like biweekly or monthly or something like uh, lunches where they would just like bounce ideas off each other. Yeah, and he said that now... Yeah, that was one of the excerpts, and the other one was um, how he comes into work now every day, and when he has a really ridiculous idea that he knows Awada would otherwise just make fun of him for, he's like, yeah, now we have nobody. And that's sad. It's sad, but... It is, yeah. You know what? That's... I mean, they've done so much together. It's, It's almost unreal how much they've done in games industry just to kind of resurrect it when it was in a dying breed back in, like, the 80s. And I really hope they do make it. I guarantee they'll actually make a translated version because I would read it in a heartbeat. I'm sure it's a very emotional account of the entire thing. but I have no doubt. I still think it's weird thinking that Awada died so long ago, too, at this point. Um, or long being more than... How long ago did he die? I want to say... Was it 2012? Yeah, like it's already seven years ago. Nah, 2015. Wanna... What are you kidding me? 2015. Oh my god. I'm just that really forgive, dates it more so. I don't know lot. why I thought it was 2012. Forgive There's us some, a lot. Something happened in 2012 that that year seared into my head. I mean, it's, it's already been four years. That's wild. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's sad. But, I mean, you know, change of guard. You got new people now. Um, but that's that. So that's good Nintendo. That's, that. that's good Nintendo news. I've been watching. I want to talk about anime. Do, do tell. I've been watching, or rather, so I discovered in uh, a manga, Dr. Stone. I don't know if you've... Yeah, you touched upon this with me briefly yeah. last week, I want to say. And you had me intrigued. It might be when I start watching. Oh, you got, so. you got it. Oh, well, it's on Crunchyroll right now. They just started it with the anime. I think it's four episodes in. Um, the manga, I think, has been going on for two years now, I want to okay. say. They're only about 115 chapters in. And for those of you who've never read a manga for whatever reason, um, that's not a lot. You read it right to left. Yeah, we're talking about like a weekly release on the Shonen Jump in Japan. Um, it's only like 10 pages of a comic panel. But I started reading it maybe two weeks ago. I totally blew through and now I'm caught up. This this is a good one. I like this one. It, I, I wouldn't even qualify it as a Shonen. Um, Just feels even though it's in Shonen Jump. Yeah, because it, it, the, the objective, the, the whole premise is that humanity 
It's current day, and humanity randomly gets petrified. Like, all of humanity on planet Earth. Well, when you say, like, even if it's in Shonen Jump, like, isn't, like, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure in Weekly Shonen, but, but it's you very could, not... You could argue that JoJo's is uh, Shonen. You know, you have the cast. You have the JoJo's I, I, cast. I, I agree, but, like, to me, the whole thing... The reason why I say JoJo's does not feel Shonen is because it's paced so differently than... Yeah, it's just show. anything in, or you could even argue, say, Hunter Hunter. Like, Hunter Hunter started as a shonen, but for all accounts now, it, it's not a shonen anymore. It's it derailed hard. Yeah, it's completely not a shonen anymore. But, um, yeah, it's basically like humanity just gets petrified, you get turned to stone, lol, Dr. Stone. And, um, like, 3,700 years have passed, and obviously the whole topography and geography of the world has changed drastically. I think even the axis has changed, uh, or its positioning. Well, there was so much stone. <laughs> There's just so much stone. Just it weighted down. I didn't even think about. I didn't even think about that either. <laughs> Is it weird that my brain, things. my brain immediately was like, yeah, well, with all the weight. <laughs> no, that's actually an excellent. There was a point in the manga where he was even thinking the main character. He was just thinking, wow, the Earth's axis like went off tilt, and I never thought about that. <laughs> like, like the weight of the world literally, quite literally, like tilted, because it just became so much more heavy. Um... Well the, main well, the main character, though, he's a scientist in high school, because, th first of all, the entire cast is pretty much from high school, the main cast, because why wouldn't they be? So it's like the new Fire Emblem. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, exactly. Like, the three houses. I'm in high school. I hope Tiffany likes me. And I'm, like, and I'm just <laughs> well, in there It's one thinking, of those things where there's a bunch of Japanese men in the boardroom being like, so we have our basic plot. Now, how can we make everyone 15? That's why, let me tell you, that's actually why I like reading, whenever I read medieval fantasy or just fantasy novels or sci-fi, and the protagonists or or have it have an ensemble or a posse that involve older people. I'm very appreciative of this shit because Japan sometimes it gets it gets retarded. They're just like, they're just like oh it's hey a little uh, bit ridiculous. Uh, like in this case, this guy, the main guy, he's a science prodigy. He's I don't even think he is Doctor Stone. I actually think Doctor Stone is an allegory for soap. Just a spoiler, but okay. Um, but basically, this guy's in high school and he's supposed to be a science prodigy. And he's just inventing... It. He essentially wakes up 3,700 years later and breaks free of the petrification, which why? You know, there's mysteries around this that you don't know just yet. Like, why after 3,700 years um, did this anomaly happen? And his whole thing is that he's trying to bring back humanity. And since he's an LOL genius, he can bring everything back from the Stone Age up until the current age. So, just throughout the entire thing, he has, like, his ensemble cast, he's free and pee. It's a really interesting anime, I re or manga. I really like both of them. Um, they even teach you yeah. some science. They even show you how some science. He's teaching me how to make like gunpowder. Um, some of it's, like, stupid, and it's exaggerated, but that's half the anime. fun. Yeah, and, but that's half the fun. But it's on Crunchyroll. The reason why I'm just mentioning it is because, I don't know, it's on the brain. It's a very good one. I enjoy it a lot. I might, uh, after I do some editing, uh, give it a shot. Recording, Why, I might check it out. Watch at least the first two episodes. Or just read the manga for a few chapters. The manga has wonderful art. Um, I've no doubt. I've no doubt. It, it's. I think it'll catch on to be something really cool. But yeah, that's that's at least that's that's my uh, that's my manga. That's my manga rounds right there. Cool. Yeah. Um, I think that's pretty much it though. I yeah, even, I, uh, I, fucking, I don't even know. I don't know. I got really drunk and watched Blade last night. Oh, how was it? I mean, it's, it's still good. You, you know, know I was actually thinking, why don't they just have Wesley Snipes? Have a cameo. Uh, maybe a cameo. I thought you were going to say, why don't they just have Wesley Snipes be the new Blade? And here's my take on that. Read some of the production of that movies. Wesley Snipes sounds like he's horrible to work with. Well, that's, that's what I was also going to... That's what also somebody brought up. I said, 
you know, wouldn't Wesley Snipes have a cameo? Maybe. Like, wouldn't? Why would Marvel do that? And then someone, um, someone from my school at the time was like, "Hey, it's probably because he burnt like every fucking bridge in showbiz." And yeah, I didn't he, know that, but I looked it up. Yeah, he's not really well liked in certain he's cases. He's a, a nightmare to work with. One of the most famous things is uh, there a deleted scene from Blade Trinity in which uh, Wesley was supposed to spring up from a hospital room table and start attacking the the nurses treating him, uh, but he refused to open his eyes. So eventually, they gave up and just CGI'd his eyes over his eyelids. Can you imagine him? I I actually think it's probably the pettiest situation where he's like, "No, I'm not gonna open my eyes." And they're like, "Wesley, just open your eyes." Like, "Nope, not doing it. I ain't gonna do it." Yeah. I ain't gonna do it. He also uh, did not like being on set with Ryan Reynolds, and uh, at a point in the production of Blade Trinity, uh, would only speak with the director via post-it notes that were that he signed Blade. Yeah, this guy's not getting a cameo. There's no fucking way. There's no way. There is absolutely no fucking way. I didn't know. I didn't even know it extended that deeply. Yeah, that's wild. Apparently, they shot an alternate ending for three that only featured uh, Ryan Reynolds' character Hannibal King and Jessica Alba's character because. They didn't think they were ever going to get that shot with him opening his eyes. <laughs> they, they really, truly didn't think they were going to his eyes open for the rest of his life. I was thinking about the Blade trilogy, though, in that it's just a good trilogy. It's Blade actually pretty, being it's the a strongest, pretty damn I would good, say. It's a pretty damn good movie trilogy. That's why I terrible. decided to sit down and watch Blade again, because I'm like, I, when you like look at it, I think we can kind of attribute the modern MCU to a lot of what Blade was. Yeah, and for those who have never seen Blade before, I encourage you to actually give it a try. Blade I think 1 could... is really retarded, but I like it. Blade 2, it's good. It's kind of still amazing. Yeah, it's good. Uh, They're all the pretty third, good. The third one, not as much, but still good. Like, I mean, I mean, not as good as the second one, but still good. They're all good for what a superhero movie, including just a Blade, could be. And you could also see uh, Ryan Reynolds portraying Hannibal King, which is basically the reason he decided he wanted to be Deadpool. I There you go. It all started with Blade. I just, like, Blade's cheesy. It's not Citizen Kane of these types oh, of films. Oh, certainly not. It, 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 I think half of the appeals is cheesiness and campiness. It's, I like it, though. I like it a lot. Yeah, it's great. Uh, I, I, I encourage others to give it a try if you haven't watched it yet. I think Marshalla... Is it Marshalla? I think so. Um, uh, Marshalla Ali, yeah. Yeah, Marshalla Ali. I think he's going to be great. I think so, too. He's a great actor. He was already Cottonmouth in Luke Cage, but I guess those are non-canon now. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they just don't give a shit. I mean, that that's... That's indicative of not giving a shit. Mm. I think this is a better... Happen. I think, like, Cottonmouth is a wasted role for an actor as good as him anyway. He was really good at it, him. No, he was great, but I feel like you could put him as a character with a lot more potential, and Blade is one oh, of those. absolutely. I know, um, at least when it comes to Superhero TV 2, The Boys came out on Amazon Prime. I haven't Prime started video. it yet, but I've I watched two episodes. Semi-mediocre things? It's it's pretty damn good. Yeah, oh yeah. I really like it. Yeah, I, I, read the, uh, I read the Garth Ennis comic, and let me tell you, Garth Ennis, the guy's... The, the guy writes the most depraved shit sometimes. Yeah. In which its hilarity have, is there, but this actually adapts it pretty damn well. And I, I was really they surprised. They left out the terror, though. The, uh, the his, uh, Billy's bulldog. Yeah, well, they, I, th- I think they kind of had to. There, there are certain well, things that I think if they left them out, they kind of had to. I, I, yeah, I, there's reasoning where it makes sense, but, yeah. uh, I also trust, like, uh, Seth Rogen, who handles, who's, this isn't the first Garth Ennis thing he's adapted, like, I really liked Rogen's, uh, adaptation of, uh, Preacher. Yeah, 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 I, and, it, it, so far, it's just another good show in the Garth Ennis catalog. I, I really dig it. I don't think it has the highest ratings for anything, but, I mean, I think it's good. I, I'll watch anything with, uh, what's his fucking face in it. I love how I say this, and I don't even know. Jesus Christ, somebody help me. Um, the guy who played Dread, Carl Urban, Carl Urban. Oh yeah, yeah, I I would watch him 
in pretty much anything. The guy's great. He's who's he playing? Is he? He's a butcher. He's butcher. Okay, yeah, he's butcher, and he's great. Uh, I'm only up to episode three though. I really like it. Word of warning for people: this whole thing is supposed to be offensive. It's supposed and to be it's gru- gruesome. gruesome. Yeah. yeah, it's supposed to be gruesome. It's supposed to be very adult. It's, it's, it's essentially what if superheroes were in the modern world. Um, and it's no doubt toned down the from the actual book in the same way they kind of had to do with Preacher as well. Well, that's what I'm saying. Uh, like, actually, the, I'm imagining, like, I noticed the liberties that they've taken. Sorry, I have to get up and wipe some of the sand off me. I went to Coney Island. Um, I imagine that some of the liberties that they've taken from the books and not translated them to the TV is probably for really good damn reason. Um, like, half of the things that I noticed they took out it's because truly you probably couldn't or you probably shouldn't have it just wasn't worth it um but i dig it i i, I encourage people to just watch it i think it's funny um what are you Garth- scrolling down there bud what are you scrolling down in the google doc am i uh, am i <laughs> just watching the pages go down oh what no i wasn't <laughs> oh wow look at all these oh i did oops yeah, okay, my bad. Um, I thought you were going somewhere with that. I just, yeah, I'm, I'm, I was just going to post a big old picture of Carl Urban. Um, yeah, but Garth Ennis, I, I like Garth Ennis's work, even though sometimes he gets a little bit too ham-fisted for me. Like, he always focuses on the deconstruction of a superhero. He always does this. Like, yeah. he hates writing superheroes. So he always focuses on the deconstruction of superheroes down to the level of humans. Um so this is very much like that. Like, all the supers are completely bought out by corporations, if they were real. They probably do depraved shit. Uh, like, I think some people just kill, you know, without any consideration for anybody. But yeah. the way that they do it in this so far, I really dig it. I could see that they took some degree of care. And I hope that it gets, I think it got renewed already. So oh, that's pretty it? cool. Yeah, I actually think yeah, it got renewed I'll, already. I'll definitely end up checking it out. Um, yeah, 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 give it a As far shot. as weird comic book adaptation notes go, I just, I don't know, you may have read this somewhere. I thought this was interesting as shit. I'm still very lukewarm on the idea of this uh, Watchmen sequel series HBO's doing. I don't know what to make of it, and I kind of neither like do it I. That. I kind of uh, like it on that. I'm note. definitely gonna end up checking it out, but I'm not sure what to make of it. But, but this act, this actually made me laugh when I learned this the other day. Don't tell me. Um, if you 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 probably already know this as well, uh, but in the Watchmen canon uh, of alt history, actor Robert Redford is the president of the United States. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were recently announcing casting for the HBO series, and they cast Robert Redford as himself. <laughs> like what, where are they going with this i'm like i just think i think it's awesome when stuff like that happens like, like where what, are they going with this <laughs> like what's that meeting where they're like <laughs> uh mr redford as you know in uh alan moore's uh comic book epic watchman you are president of the united states of course go on of course <laughs> like, yes and i i like this please please keep speaking and we please. would like you to also be the president <laughs> well, what kind of person would i be if i didn't where do i sign <laughs> i I'm just interested in it. I don't think it'll be bad. I think that most recent trailer is uh, the one that got me interested, where they showed that we are going to see more of like the the conflicts of the world. Like they touched on actually showing footage of Doctor Manhattan living on Mars. I mean, they got Adrian. They got Jeremy Irons being Adrian, which is great. I, like an older Adrian, you pretty much sold me on that. I, I think it's going to mm. be fantastic, anyways. Even if it's something that's completely balls to the wall, weird, and just completely devoid of the source material, I, at this point. I don't even care. Well, it seems to, from what I can read, it is going not by the Zack Snyder movie. It's going by the comic ending. Yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they make reference to the giant squid shit. Uh, which I am very happy with. And on the other spectrum of other comic book things on the what the fuck, I still think Pennyworth is the weirdest shit that they've released. I don't know why they have an entire series dedicated to is Alfred that Pennyworth. Al- did that start already? Yes. 
I haven't seen any of it. Yeah, for for those who don't know this, they made an entire series called Pennyworth. It's just supposed to feature Alfred Pennyworth from Batman, you know, Batman's butler. But it's featuring that that version of, which isn't canon in every version of Batman, but the one where, like, he's an ex-Royal Marine and stuff, right? So it's kind of focusing on that. Yeah, but to me, every time I see it... It's totally weird, because it's got to be so devoid of... It's just literally, why? Just to make fucking money out of this? Oh, 100%. Like... It's just to get this kind of crap. It's uh, every time I saw a trailer and I rolled my eyes so fucking hard. I was like, "Gee, I, I can't wait." You know, one thing I always wondered when I was watching Batman was, uh, I wish we had an Alfred Pennyworth series where he was in his twenties doing espionage stuff. No, no, that's exactly and what maybe, I wanted like, every single time meets, I watch Batman. And maybe like he meets Thomas Wayne and he's played by I don't know Billy Baldwin. <laughs> yeah, and also it's as ham-fisted as you can ever imagine because it's it's trope filled too. Where the dad's basically like, you're a Pennyworth, you're a butler. He's like, but dad, I gotta go save the world. And then, as you know, he becomes a butler. It's just stupid shit. I don't understand. And then, like, some guy shows up in a top hat and he's like, my name is Oswald Cobblepot the first. And everybody goes, (gasps) I, my wife is pregnant and we're going to have a son. I think Oswald would be a good name. And then Pennyworth says, I think you should name your son Oswald. And it turns out that's why he's Oswald. I fucking hate shows like these. I hate because I know you just know they're going to do those things. I hate Gotham, too. I'm telling you. Actually, you know what? A lot of people were saying that Gotham was picking up. I never watched it. I don't care. But yeah, it fell in the first. I watched, I think, maybe an episode or two back in the day immediately they did the same thing like that it turns me off so goddamn fast i immediately remember checking out specifically on the episode of gotham in season one where there's like a dinner party or something and they're pumping venom in through like the uh the air vents like before bane is even mentioned as the idea of a person and i'm like no bane invented venom it doesn't work this way or when you have pamela isley as a child but you don't know it's pamela isley but hey you know what we're gonna do we're gonna show you a shot of a girl wearing green with red hair near all these plants. And then they walk in, they go, Pamela Isley. And I just, I couldn't, I can't do it. I, I, can't, I just quit. I cannot do it. There is one thing. It's one thing to make a show. Just like with Marvel, this is with Marvel Ultimate Alliance too. It's one thing to make a piece of content where people have to relate to it. So they visually relate and they say, oh, like I get it. When you're so on the nose like that. It just kills my vibe, man. It kills... Nothing takes me out and, of the vibe. And the thing that. that sucked for Gotham is, like, if you very much stick to what that show said it was going to be at first, which to me should have been James Gordon versus the mob versus the Falcone family, and maybe in the background leading up to the final season, the rise of Oswald Cobblepot uh, as a player in Gotham's underworld, that would have been just fine. But there was so much like, check out this weird guy who works at the police department who loves riddles. Yeah, and, it, you know, people like that fan service. There is a degree to fan service that I do enjoy. Like, but, if they mention Venom in passing, I actually appreciate that kind of fan service where they just but, mention things and they go, hey, you know what I'm talking about? You know? But what we're talking about here is beating the audience over the head with it. Yeah, they just go, you like those fucking riddles? Do you get it? He Do likes you riddles. Get it? Do you know who that Do is? You get Do you know it? who that is? That's Catwoman. And I'm just sitting there thinking, what? <laughs> His name is Edward Nigma. It's it's unbelievable. So you know what, Pennyworth? 
go fuck yourself. I no, it ain't happening. It, it just ain't happening. Go watch the boys instead. You want to see some good comic? You want to see some good comic book actation that's way more gruesome? Just there, there you go. All right, well, that shit. Also, once upon a time in Hollywood came out. Yeah, they uh, said it was very good. I've heard good things. I want to make a point to get out and see that. Yeah, um, but that's pretty much it for me. I really, I guess nothing, so. I got nothing else. Yeah, I think that's about where I'm wrapping up as well. Where else are we in the um, video game world? Nowhere. I think that's pretty much it. It's just three houses. That's the biggest thing right now. Yeah, that's the, the the hotness right now. And we'll we'll play more video games and talk more about them as time passes, as as we're prone to do. I don't want to do this anymore. You have to. I I, I don't. I'm so you tired. To, you're in too deep. I don't want to play you, these you, games anymore. You need to play the games, Eric. Oh wait, there's one more thing I wanted to talk about, and then we can officially call this. Okay, one more ahead. thing. Number one, the Kill a Kill game came out. You gotta say it's scoring average. I think it's like six and sevens. That's not what I want to talk about. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> the Bethesda.net fiasco. Oh, with the, uh, with the original Doom, Doom games, and then everybody made a meme about. Yeah, have you seen the Final Fantasy VII one with Sephiroth? Because because the cloud Bethesda.net. So for those who don't know this really briefly, because I thought this was just funny and I want to call it out before we close. I meant to put that story in, actually. I, it's my bad. I, I knew I was forgetting something. I'm like, there's something on the tip of my tongue with gaming news. B- basically, Bethesda had released Doom ports over into the Switch. I think it's Doom 1 through 3. Yeah. Um, you can play it. However, before you They're actually get started the way, with the Switch. game... Oh, they, okay. Before you actually get started with the game, though... You could, you should, or it was required to log required. in to the Bethesda net to get rewards, quote unquote, which I don't know what the fuck you're going to go from a reward you, from a 1980s game. You need to make a Bethesda.net ID, but it, it pops up in like that old school Doom font. <laughs> yeah, it's like in the Doom, mo- yeah, exactly. And it says, sorry, you can't play our game without logging in. Doom, the game that can literally run on a toaster, that Doom. You need an internet connect. It was insanity. So if you've never heard about that, I'm going to leave the memes to you on your own devices to go do this. There are but so send, many memes. They're send hilarious. them our way. Yeah, send us some memes. Send too. them to geckogamespodcast at gmail.com. Yeah, DM me some fat memes. Um, I would love to see them. I think they're hilarious. Uh, other than that, though, I am going uh, I'm going to be on vacation. Uh, when I come back from BK, we're going to start streaming, though. Um, or I'm I'll be start streaming, streaming in the meantime. Uh, Fridays, Friday night, 6 p.m. Eastern. Uh, you can join Check it out. Nick, Nick and I for Wolfenstein Youngblood. Yep, and I'll be uh, promoting it off Twitter just so that we get some visibility there. But check it out. Um, and I think that's I think that's it. Did we do the plugs yeah. where we can find each other? We, we didn't do the plugs yet. All right, uh, plug me. I I know you can find Eric over at on Twitch. Um, not on Twitch on Twitter. Uh, beautiful underscore Eric. You can find me at the Richmeister Zero. Uh, I'll plug the email one more time in case you got questions or comments. That is uh, at uh, geckogamespodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Anchor, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, a million other podcast services. Wherever you listen to us, please like, please rate. Uh, That's how we get found, especially in the iTunes algorithm. No matter what you put in, even if it's negative, just comments help us get found. It's literally cold shit. I won't even care. I don't even care. It increases our visibility in our category. Uh, Plus, it makes so, us better. Yeah. Please, it's important. Maybe? <laughs> it is to me. Oh. Well, no, uh, me too. Wait, wait, wait. Me too. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> See, you might get me to throw you under the bus there? Uh, <laughs> I care now. You I made care. me care more. I just text you later, like three in the morning. I care now, Rich. I get it. I get it now. <laughs> I was reading the reviews, and I get it. Uh, <laughs> thank you, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate it. We'll catch we'll you next week. We'll talk to you next week. time. Bye.